are geek-centric, and you can be too. I'm J-Law, but you can call me Justin, and welcome to our special Behind the Geeks episode for The Boogeyman. If you're joining us for the first time, well, we are Geek-Centric, a podcast covering the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geek-Centric. Joining me for today's Behind the Geeks episode, he's a spooktacular individual. He, he definitely scares me from time to time. I'm checking under my bed to make sure he's not there. Mr. Nate Shelton, how are you? <laughs> I don't think I'd fit I don't think I'd fit under your bed. I don't no, know. I would notice I, I would know. notice you were under my bed. <laughs> you feel a big lump in your back. Like what is my that? Push, what is that? My mattress is extra soft today. <laughs> Boogie how are you? down now. I'm boogieing. Yeah, I'm boogieing along. Yeah, I'm, boogie, uh, boogie. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you that you made me survive. Uh, this this horrific <laughs> movie by myself, uh, but uh, well, that, no, I'm, I'm you know I'm glad that we. Well, only one of us could do the interview. It made sense that you would do the interview. (laughs) Uh, But before we get to that, you know, we are talking about things that scare us or, you know, a movie that revolves around an iconic spooky figure like the Boogeyman. I wanted to know, was was there anything when you were growing up that that scared you so much that that you couldn't sleep after you watched it? Uh, Any movie, any TV show? What was it? Let me know. 2002, The Ring. Uh Okay. The the Naomi Watts one, not the original Japanese, though I'm sure it's terrifying. But 2002, I wa- I saw it on TV. It was one of those situations where, like, you know, when like you're like, you have company over, and you're you're a little kid, and you don't really want to interact with the company. It's like your parents' friends or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, I'm just sitting in my room by myself, mm. thankfully with the lights on. But I just I'm flipping through the channels, and it's on TV. And I'm like, what is this? And it was one of those situations where I, I, I think I was, I must have been like, maybe, how old would I have been? Maybe like 13. And I'm watching it. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I don't know. if I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be watching this, but I'm watching it. And it, it blew my mind, dude. Like I couldn't, like closet doors had to be closed, lights on all night. It's one of those movies that I think it, it's like stayed with me forever. <laughs> I never right. got rid of it. I don't know. Uh, uh, horrifying. Well, yeah. See, so m- for me, mine was, um, it, it was definitely a, a, a scary movie, but it wasn't really like pitched as a, a scary movie. I think it was more of a thriller at the time. It's uh, from 1993. It's called Fire in the Sky. It's a, uh, it's a movie based on real events of people who were ad- abducted by aliens uh, and then Ooh. years later, you know, uh, were, were then dropped back off. Uh, and they had to deal with that sort of PTSD of of having been abducted by aliens. And you see him living through moments and, and stuff like that. And at the time, 93, I would have been about eight, if I'm not mistaken, um, probably mm. seven or eight. And I remember watching this movie. I was at my cousin's house and they, they put it on and we start watching it. And, you know, they're older than me and I'm trying to be cool. And I'm like, you know, whatever. So I'm watching it. I'm literally shitting my pants because as soon as they told me that this was based on a true story, I was like, oh, okay. what? There what? You go. And this led to the summer of like 
not sleeping. Like I would literally sneak into my parents' room and sleep on the floor. Um, anytime <laughs> a car drove by with like lights that went through the window, I thought they were aliens coming to abduct me. Of I course, was freaked dude. out to the point where like my dad had to sit down with me and tell me like, you know, it isn't real, right? I'm like, but they say it's based on a true story. He's like, it's, a it's true, still it's like, it's, it, it, well, it's, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. And then he was just like, there yeah. are fabrications to it. There are elements that are expanded. It, it was actually a very helpful conversation because uh, now here yeah. I am talking about movies and, you know, most of the time I wish they were real. And, you know, here here I was yeah. hoping that, no, my God, I, I don't want it to be real. But yeah, like I, it's one movie that's always stuck with me as, as being really scary. And I think a lot of it even has to do with the way they showed the aliens. Like you never actually saw them. You know, they were always like right. shadowy figures, blurry figures. You know, you got a couple close ups, but like it was it was scary. And that illusion of them uh, was was definitely amplified. And I think that was also a huge, huge part of why I thought, thought it was so scary at, when I was young. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at screenshots of it. And I think I think, yeah, there. I think the scariest the scariest part of any horror movie is when you don't see the thing. The thing that's that's meant to scare you. I think that's the scariest stuff. Right. Is the mm -hmm. the the almost to the point it's the where illusion. Yeah. Yeah, it's the what if, right? It's the what could happen that scares you, and I think that's very true for uh, for the movie uh, of the that the the person that we're getting a chance to have on this episode yeah. uh, that we're going to be talking to uh, was in. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, let's let's get into it first. Um, you know, the movie that we are talking about is The Boogeyman from 20th Century Studios. This is a horror thriller from the mind of best-selling author Stephen King, which opens June 2nd, 2023 in theaters nationwide. So that's uh, at the end of this week. Uh, you can go and get yourself spooked out. Uh, but Nate, why don't you let our listeners know who you had the chance to sit down with? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I had the opportunity to sit down with Sophie Thatcher, uh, who plays Sadie Harper uh, in this movie, alongside um, uh, Vivian Lyra Blair, who plays her sister Sawyer, uh, and her dad Chris Messina, um, who I can't remember, his, I think his name's Will, Will. Um, who's like a therapist. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I think it's one of, one of those things where I with with Sophie you know she is um she's very captivating <laughs> I had a hard time focusing in this interview because her like eyes just like draw you in and even when she's on screen and and you know I, I know her mostly from uh from her work in Yellow Jackets um where she plays Natalie and she's incredible in that as well um but no this is a really really cool opportunity to get a chance to to talk to her and talk to her about this movie and um you know we we I I hope when you listen to this interview that um, you hear how we kind of brought our own geek centric side into things um, with a little galaxy far, far away. Uh, yes, I couldn't agree more. But before we do get to our interview, I just want to give a quick shout out to our friends at 20th Century Studio Canada for setting up this interview. Thank you so much for allowing us to take part in this press. Uh, but without further ado, here is Nate's interview with Sophie Thatcher. My name is Nate. I'm with the Geek Centric Podcast. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me. Of course. Uh, I got to start off by saying you were excellent in this movie. Thank you. Uh, you're also equally excellent in Yellow Jackets. Thank you. Uh, your characters are very different. They uh, are. Between the two movies. Thank you. And I noticed, though, like, they, they both are getting into some really, like, messed up situations. Is there mm -hmm. anything in particular that draws you towards these characters of these stories? I feel like sometimes it, it feels like the, a release yeah. when I can like do something so 
like far away from my reality too. It's like something that I will never get to experience. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Um, and that's what's exciting. You get to really use your imagination in these like crazy circumstances yeah. and really push yourself, push the like what if. Because I can't draw from, I can draw from personal experience with, I mean, nothing is like actually fully to the extremity of what she's going through, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm naturally drawn to darker stories. Cool, yeah, definitely. And this is a dark story. Um, yeah. <laughs> I saw it yesterday and I couldn't sleep last night. All the really? lights on, uh, all the closet doors closed. Well, if you watched it alone, I feel, did you watch it alone? I watched it in a like a press screening. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. there's not that many people in the theater and it was- I just... Yeah, the first time I watched it, it was me, my boyfriend, my publicist. And there's yeah. something so much more daunting when it's really quiet, you know? Yeah. It's quiet and like the tension builds. It made it so much worse. And then I watched it, the premiere with an audience and people were just laughing and screaming. And I was like, woo! It that felt, felt like a release. Really yeah, 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 yeah. Now, you've spent some time on the production side of horror. Do these movies still scare you? Or is it like, now that you know how the chicken nuggets are made, you're kind of like, it's not it a big deal? It gives me another outlook. Yeah. Um, I think it's more technical. And that's just what, like, once you start working on movies, you look at it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And it's harder to just, like, breeze through the movie. It's more like you see the minute details. Mm -hmm which is good because it kind of brings you back to reality and you're like, this isn't real. It's not as, yeah. I you mean, can these face people it. are talented, but like this isn't real. <laughs> At the end of the day, which like takes away the magic sometimes. Sure. And sometimes you just have to let yourself believe. <laughs> right, absolutely. Very cool. I definitely believed a bit too much. Um, <laughs> you were great. Chris was great. Vivian Lyra Blair was outstanding in this movie. She was such a a ray of light mm -hmm. anytime she was on screen. Absolutely, and you uh, need that because it's yeah. so heavy. Oh yeah, and and she she brought the, just the the smiles every time. Um, you were both in Star Wars. Yes. Uh, and we're the Geek-Centric Podcast. As a geek, I would be remiss if I didn't ask, did you talk about Star Wars at we all? We did, that yeah. was kind of some of our first bonding. Yeah. Yeah, she was just telling me secrets because it hadn't, come out yet. Oh, okay. So it felt very like, I felt so special that she was telling me all this. I was like, wow. Yeah. And she like, it's a huge deal for her to be like, that's insane. Yeah. What the? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, you, I read somewhere that you had created a playlist, a musical playlist mm -hmm. uh, to kind of get into character and set the tone for your character. Mm -hmm. um, what was the number one song uh, that you had on that playlist that you would, you'd recommend? I, Probably won't have any idea. No, no, is, no. But... Um, in Serpent, Quicksilver by Harold Budd. Okay. He did some of the soundtrack for the show. I know this much is true. Okay. And he's just made a lot of ambient albums. He's fantastic. He's okay. done a lot of stuff with Brian, you know. He's so good. Very cool. Awesome. I'll add it to the playlist. Um, besides Boogeyman, what is, uh, what's the scariest movie that you've ever seen? I think The Audition is very, very scary. Oh, yeah. Japanese horror is far ahead. Um, like Mongo, recommended by Rob, the director. He knows everything about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> that was a slow burn, but it killed me and it just stuck with me. Like it really, it just left me feeling so uneasy. I was like, wow, this is the power of movies. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Sophie, again, you were excellent. 
I, I was really, really enjoyed your portrayal in this movie. And um, I think what really, what really was the best part was that sisterhood bond. So people say, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It brings really lightness and it feels real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with thank me. Thank you. Um, and I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much. And we're back. Fantastic interview, Nate. I, I loved right out of the gate, you acknowledged, uh, you know, the differences between the character that she's playing in Boogeyman versus the character in Yellow Jackets. And she, you know, acknowledges that, yeah, they are different. And But she's drawn to that difference. She's, she's very interested in the what-if scenario uh, in these sort of darker stories because that gives her something to to kind of chew on as an actor to kind of dive into. And I think that that's, that's very telling for why why she does the kind of work that she does and even expanding outside of Yellow Jackets and, and the Boogeyman, but Star Wars too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was cool to kind of hear that, you know, she had, she had bonded with Vivian on set about Star Wars and, mm-hmm. and their, their experiences and getting the ability to kind of hear from little Leia herself uh, you know what she's doing in secret because it hadn't happened. Like Obi Wan, uh, the show hadn't come out yet. Um, when they were when they were filming this movie, and so it, you know, the, their chemistry on screen is so um, it's so lovely. It's such a bright spot in the movie, and I think it's 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 one of the few things I think that set this movie apart uh, from other horror movies is that sort of sisterly relationship that they have. Um, but yeah, the fact that it it you know it started with Star Wars is always really fun and it's it's you know as geeks we always got to bring up the Star Wars of it all. Oh, for sure, it, it, it's it's absolutely an ample opportunity if we get a chance <laughs> to to bring up Star Wars in any conversation. Oh, you best believe we're going to be bringing that up. <laughs> um, but you know another another great uh, sort of tidbit of of I guess Sophie's uh, way to get into her character is this music playlist which I think is is not something new for for actors but I love that that's something that she was able to to do she she's finding the heart of the character through the tones of the music in her playlist and I think that's really smart uh, especially given this sort of darker tone and probably says a lot about where her character is starting off in this movie yeah and apparently it was something that cast and crew sort of used her playlist to sort of figure out oh, that's great. Um, some of the overall tones for in- interactions with her characters and so uh, the serpent in Quicksilver by Harold Budd I told I, w- I told her in the ride I've never heard of it I promise and I didn't ever <laughs> hear of it but I I've listened to it uh, since the interview and this is gonna sound weird it to me it sounds like the music that that Radiohead probably listens to exactly do you know, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean no, like it's makes, not their good, music necessarily but it's sure. <laughs> it reminded me of like some of the stuff you'd sort of they might be inspired by and speaking of of inspired by I am now inspired to check out the audition uh because this is now the second time that we've been or I've been recommended to watch the audition, uh, which is a Japanese horror movie. Apparently, she said Rob Savage, the director uh, of The Boogeyman, recommended it to her, which is interesting because I did another interview with a horror director, uh, Zach Kreger, who uh, directed Barbarian. Uh, was that last year or the year before? I can't remember anymore. Last year. And, uh, and yeah, he said it was the scariest movie he's ever seen as well. And so I feel like I have to watch it. But at the same time, I don't know if I could handle it, dude. I don't know. Have you seen it? 
I have not seen it. I have heard it's on it's a, it's on a lot of people's like top horror movies. Yeah, it's at the top because it is. It, I, from what I've heard, it's it's, it's intense. So uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I I could do it. I, I there was once upon a time when I was really into it and I could suspend my disbelief uh, and and watch these movies. Um, but yeah, now I'm just a big chicken shit. So, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> That's why we send you to do these things. So That's why can, I uh, get to do them instead. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Somehow yeah, yeah. the one who's the most yeah. emotional in every yeah. movie. Yeah, but you go prepared, watched. man. You got the diapers. You got everything. You're good. You got it. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. Yeah, man. The only other thing I would say is like um, when she brought up the aspect of sort of being in a horror movie and then sort of watching it back and that experience. Um, it, you know, I think the only thing I can possibly align it to is like what we're doing here, like with the podcast, right? Like when we get the opportunity to talk to people who listen to the podcast and are kind of hearing it from the outside, I, it's lovely because I, I find that I get to enjoy it more through people than doing it myself simply because, you know, I feel like she kind of talked about the fact that when she watches these movies, she's thinking about mm -hmm. all the technical details. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think like you said, it's understanding how the chicken nuggets are made and right. that's very much working on the podcast. I definitely agree. It's great to hear about the work that we're doing from an outside perspective, but then it's also knowing the insides of what went into making that. So yeah, I totally get it, but that's why we do what we do. And that's why we get great interviews like this. Great job, man. Oh, thanks, man. Well, that is it for this special Behind the Geeks episode for The Boogeyman with Sophie Thatcher. Uh, again, a huge thanks to our friends at 20th Century Studios Canada for setting up this interview. The Boogeyman hits theaters this week, June 2nd, 2023. Uh, so if you're into having yourself scared and you want to sleep with all the lights on, then, you know, go, go check out <laughs> that movie. You're going to have to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, feel free to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to write into the show, let us know what you thought of the boogeyman once you see it uh and if you know nate was just uh, chicken shit uh well you could let us know at we are geekcentric at gmail.com that's we are geekcentric at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on twitter at geekcentricyt or on instagram at we are geekcentric keep in mind we got a ton of other great episodes covering the latest movies and tv shows out now including our spoiler free reviews for guardians of the galaxy volume 3 fast 10 because of course it's all about family and disney's the little mermaid all out now for you to enjoy uh we also have a ton of interviews uh, like our interview with chuck woody awuji and sean gunn from guardians of the galaxy volume 3 or our interview with Alyssa Wapanatuck from peter pan and wendy as well as a ton more available both on podcast feeds and on youtube at youtube.com slash geekcentric and if you want to see nate's beautiful face talking with sophie thatcher we will have the video link in the description below also we're doing stuff on our social platforms like tiktok like instagram uh we recently had the opportunity to go to the blue carpet event uh, which was the canadian premiere for disney's the little mermaid in toronto jacob tremblay was there who is the voice of flounder nate got to asking him some fishy questions so you'll definitely want to go check that out on tiktok on Instagram at We Are Geek Centric. So follow us there, follow us here, follow us wherever you can. Uh, we are amidst the summer of movies, and it definitely promises to be a very interesting summer. Yeah. Uh, we'll be heading across the Spider Verse later this week. 
We're also going to be seeing the rise of the beasts, and we're going to get a little elemental as well. So a lot to look forward to for the month of June. Oh, and don't forget, there's a there's an indie movie, Justin, a little indie movie that's coming soon. A little as indie well. movie, uh, yeah, that's coming towards <laughs> the end of the month. But in the immediate future, look out for those reviews. Uh, Nate, thank you so much for joining me for this special behind the geeks again. Great job with the interview, and as we say, boogie oogie, love ya. Peace. <laughs>